Welcome to Lead Time Chats, where you can listen in on unscripted conversations between leaders in tech to help you make remote teamwork a little bit less challenging. I'm Jean, and I'll be your host. Lead Time Chats is brought to you by Range. Range helps remote teams work better together with asynchronous check-ins, integrated team building, fewer and more effective meetings, and easy goal tracking. When you run your team with Range, you'll always know what's going on without having to be in back-to-back -back meetings. To learn more about Range, you can check it out at range.co. Hi, Joaquin. Welcome to Lead Time Chats. Hi, Jean. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you here for our topic today, which is having feedback and performance conversations, which I feel like is something that I'm sure if you're listening, you may just like cringe just hearing <laughs> hearing that phrase. I think it's something that people don't look forward to or feel you know uncomfortable with. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it. I know you're the founder of Minerva, which is an easy way for companies to create customer education content. You also have a, a background in org design, you have also run a leadership development company. So I feel like you'll have a lot to say on this topic, both from you know personal experience of giving feedback and having performance conversations and training managers to do so as well. So welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's dive right in. I think one thing that I've been thinking about is as, you know, as a lot of companies have shifted to remote work in the past few years, what have you noticed as being like, is there anything very different about having these sorts of conversations remotely versus in an in-person office or that sort of setting? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that having them more frequently is really important. I think that part of what you lose from being remote potentially, not necessarily, but potentially, is opportunities to give feedback, right? Mm -hmm. If you're waiting for the next Zoom call to give someone feedback, or it may or may not be the right time or situation, you don't have those interstitial moments between meetings where you're running into someone or call them mm -hmm. into your office quickly, whatever it may be. And so I think setting up regular cadences and processes to make sure that you're giving frequent feedback, both developmental feedback, constructive critique, but even more importantly, praise and appreciation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's really important. It's been important for us to standardize that and make sure that we're doing it frequently. Mm -hmm. What is that? I guess, what does that look like in, in practice? You talked about cadences mm -hmm. and, and standardization. It's going to sound crazy. Often does to people. We do performance reviews as often as every six weeks, no less frequently than every 12 weeks. And everybody gets to choose kind of how often they would like to, to have their reviews in, in those parameters. That's really important. And every third performance review, we turn into a career development conversation. So we really try to separate out the two. They have your career development conversation, which is us investing in the employee and where they want to go in their career. And the performance review about how they're doing in their role. But even more so, we make sure that... <clears throat> There's a rule that in your performance review, you can't hear anything new. Mm. If it's something new and it's in your performance review, that's the person who's giving the feedback. That's a problem. That's mm -hmm. bad. So if you want to be able to give someone this feedback in their review, you have to actually give it to them in real time. Otherwise, you're not allowed to give it to them. And so it enforces that you have to give people that feedback. It also makes the, the review easier because someone comes to you, they give you the, the constructive critique. They put it directly into your review document, and then they don't have to worry about prepping for a review because it's there. 
Mm-hmm. You've given it to them. There's a record of that you've given to them because it's in their document. What are you prepping for when you go into that review? It's probably five or 10 minutes, ideally, to, mm-hmm. to prep a review when you go in. So not only is it like, you know, feedback conversation every six to 12 weeks, but really much more frequently than that. Because if you want to include something, you really need to give it in a much more timely, timely manner. Yeah. Is this, yeah. how different is this from what you did or what you, you saw pre like working in an office? Like you mentioned the frequency really matters a lot more in a remote setting. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's easy and I don't know that it shouldn't be this frequent in an office. I think in an office, it's easy to be lulled into a feeling of, I see this person all the time. We're talking all the time. Obviously we're talking about the important things. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to avoid tough conversations. And so I think even if we did have, in fact, when we were, Minerva started in 2019. So we were actually in person for three months, maybe. And for those three months, we did the same. We've been doing this from the very start of the organization, but I think it's been even more important following going fully remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I, just think continuous feedback is really important. And I'll say, honestly, the, the appreciative feedback is even more important than the, the constructive critique or the developmental feedback. And so one of our most active Slack channels is just a kudos channel, mm-hmm. a place where you can go and just give people praise and appreciation, right? You, I always say, if you think about it, you've hired these people because they're talented. They're good at what they do. You should be telling them, hey, this was a really good thing that you did often so that they do more of that. If all mm-hmm. you ever do is tell them what they're not doing well, what they're not good at, they're probably going to start to do more of what they're not good at because they're focusing on it because you focused on it. And now all the great things that they typically do that you hired them for that they're really good at they take for granted, they don't do anymore. And mm-hmm. so now you've created someone who's just performing poorly. Right. Because of the focus on what they do poorly. But mm-hmm. if you say, hey, look, five times, a general rule of thumb, five times I want to give someone kudos for every mm-hmm. one time I give them some bit of developmental feedback so that they know if you continue kicking ass in this way, we're going to be great. You're, you're mm-hmm. moving the organization forward. And if they're not, why are they there to begin with? So they probably are make sure that they understand what they're doing to to move the organization forward in a powerful way and ask them to do more of that. Lean mm-hmm. into your strengths where there are important deficiencies. If it is important and it has a huge impact on the job, give them that feedback, help them work through it. Otherwise, focus on their strengths. That also feels like just a much more like digestible way to receive constructive feedback, right? Like if you kind of have that context of like, oh, I've been getting this positive feedback about X, Y, and Z, but then there's this like one thing that is, you know, more constructive that I could work on that feels more doable to like, to have that growth edge or that area to like improve on than the only feedback you ever get from your manager is, you know, negative or constructive. And then that can feel really overwhelming of like, oh, am I going to get, you know, like how serious is this performance issue? Like, were they being nice or yeah, I think there's a lot of stories people can make up when they, when they receive constructive feedback. Yeah. Especially depending on the level you are in the organization when you're giving them, I'm the CEO of Minerva. If I give someone constructive feedback, it feels (laughs) heavy. So I make sure people know from me what Mm -hmm. they're doing well. And I make sure that's the majority of what they hear from me. 
is what you're doing well, why it's so important that you're here, why I appreciate you being here so much, why you're so important to the business. Uh, so that when I do <coughs> give them some feedback to work on and that we can work on that together and we give a plan together to make that better, I'm supporting them. And also I try to do my best to own what part of that is mine because if it's a direct part of mine, maybe I didn't set expectations clearly. Maybe I didn't support them or give them the, the things that they need. And I have to be really clear about what part of it's mine as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you then when you get feedback, it feels supportive. Oftentimes, this is the other cool thing about having a really fast feedback cycle and having to give people that feedback. You might give someone in week two or three of that cycle, hey, here's a thing that you did. And it's got to be specific. We use the SBI frameworks, situation, mm -hmm. behavior, impact. It's got to be really specific. You don't want to give generic, who knows what actually happened type of feedback. It's got to be really, mm -hmm. really specific. Almost every time I do that, in say week two or three, we get to the actual review in week six. We're going through and we're like, wow, this thing that was a weakness three weeks ago, you've really just done an amazing job there in the last three mm -hmm. weeks. This has turned from something that you weren't doing well to something that you're doing exceptionally well. Thank you. And it mm -hmm. becomes so much easier to have that conversation in the review because you set clear expectations, you gave clear feedback, you're supporting them growth and it feels really good it's happened to me it feels really good when yeah i was messing up and i heard it and i've been doing my best to do better and mm -hmm. now i'm getting the recognition from my peers whoever it may be that i'm doing better that's great yeah it seems like i mean the way you're talking about feedback i think a lot of a lot of times people think about giving feedback as like by the time i mean they they kind of they they feel like negative towards the process of giving feedback so usually by the time they're actually giving feedback it's like a big issue right it's like a serious performance issue or something like you know behavioral that's like everyone knows about except this person right it's like kind of a big a big topic kind of the elephant in the room i think that's also why people kind of have such a negative association with it because that feels so huge but the way you're talking about it feels more like Oh, you're just constantly giving this person, you know, positive feedback, gratitude, kudos. And then like every once in a while, like, you know, situation, behavioral impact, like giving them small things to like adjust. So it, by the it feels more like, I guess if I, I think about like parenting, right, you're kind of just like teaching them like, oh, like it's not like a, hey, you're bad for doing this. It's more just like a, a small correction so that there's never this like, I don't know if there ever is this like huge kind of a hard conversation, but it feels like it's less so there's less of that, like association with having like a big, hard conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the time people are really appreciative of that mm -hmm. feedback when they get it and the support that they get in working through it. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, if you're, if you're doing this frequently, then you don't have to wait six months to tell this person this big giant thing. Mm -hmm. That's really hard. And it's, it's really hard to hear. It's like, wait, I've been doing this for six months and no one's told me. <laughs> right what the hell that's awful yeah uh, so no you you it's it, it's just it's way better this way and we also d divide things into <clears throat> performance um based feedback and like values-based feedback mm. if something's going wrong in the performance right we can help you upscale we can help you understand what to do to do better at the job right here are the expectations how do you meet those expectations you don't have the skills Okay, how do we get you those skills? Right, that's doable. It's mm -hmm. values-based feedback. If you violated one of our values, 
the mm. core values of the business. Okay, now we have to have a real big conversation. Uh, depending on the the size of the violation, right? We may just let you go, uh, or if it's a smaller violation, just to let you know, hey, this is how that had an impact on me or on the team, and this is the way that that's not okay. And most of the time people didn't even realize what they've done and feel embarrassed and upset that they've done that. And then they learn better going forward. Just hearing that, especially when you're, like you said, you're not saying you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. This thing that you did had this impact, right? Again, situation, behavior, impact. It's not a judgment. It's, hey, when you spoke over the person in that meeting, right? We had mm-hmm. this meeting on, on Monday and you spoke over this person. It made them feel like you didn't value their input. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I really respect my colleague. That's a terrible thing to make them feel. I'm going to apologize and I'm going to make sure not to do that in the future. Mm-hmm. It's not, if you, if you, if you make sure that it's, it's that tangible, right. And you're using that formula and we use that formula for both appreciative feedback and constructive feedback. Cause if you're not doing it for both, you're not going to do it easily and fluently for, for yeah. the harder bits. And so we've, we've really built that muscle as, as a team. Um, mm-hmm. to, to lean into that type of feedback. And I think that served us really well. I'm so glad you're talking about how to use that for positive feedback as well. Cause it's interesting. Some people give positive feedback really easily and some people really struggle with it. I'm kind of in the more like my default is like, it feels not genuine if I'm like, Hey, you did a great job. Right. I think that's probably just a cultural <laughs> like upbringing type thing. But I think having that structure of like, you know, sharing And also receiving positive feedback, I also find that it feels like kind of like a condescending, like pat on the back type thing. If someone's just like, hey, good job, you know, like, (laughs) but I think having someone say like, hey, when you did this in this meeting, it helped people feel included, right? Like it's more, much more specific and tells me what behaviors to continue and also just feel more genuine. So for any, any people who are, you know, know that they should maybe give more positive feedback, but struggle to or feel uncomfortable. Like I think in in coach training, there were a bunch of like coaching skills. And the one that I struggled with most was like acknowledgement. And I saw people going around being like, wow, you're so brave to share that. And like, I just feel really uncomfortable (laughs) saying things like that to people. So it's a, it's a really useful framework. But one thing I also wanted to talk to you about is just the, I think the general, like, context of the world in the last you know two two and a half years obviously like it's been hard for a lot of people I think transitioning to remote work having the pandemic like all sorts of global you know national and local news being like pretty worrisome and I think one thing that I've heard managers are struggling with is like how to give like how to give performance feedback in that context and how to, you know, do the, do the expectations for performance change? How do you give the feedback? How do you give feedback if you think that maybe this person is not in a good state to hear the feedback? Do you, you know, delay it? Do you try to work on something or give feedback on something that you think is maybe more digestible or easy for that person to work on, or maybe they just don't have the capacity to, to work on anything at work at the moment. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> I know that's a big, uh, to- big topic. <laughs> yeah. I would say you can't not give feedback. That's not kind again, because it's, it's happening. Everybody sees it except for perhaps that person. Mm-hmm. And so you're not doing them a kindness by not giving them the feedback and you should 
understand or, or seek to understand how to make that feedback productive. What's going on in your life right now, right? It, can I help, right? If somebody has COVID or their partner has COVID or their kid has COVID and they missed a deadline, you can't say the deadline wasn't missed. The deadline was missed, right? And say, hey, this deadline was missed. And maybe it's not, I can't believe you missed this deadline. Maybe it was, hey, I totally understand that you, your partner, your child were sick and we mm -hmm. want to be supportive. The one thing that we need is for you to let me know that the deadline is going to be missed before it's missed. Mm. And that's, look, and I get it. You were in your head, right? You didn't even think that's the last thing on your mind. And I get it. And family comes first. Absolutely. And I'm going to ask that you try to be more mindful in the future so that we as an organization can plan around that. Mm -hmm. Just just try to be good to your teammates because Jane had to pull an all-nighter because the, the work didn't get done. Yeah, that's the impact, mm -hmm. right? And, and and again, Jane was happy to do it because she knows what was going on in your family. Mm -hmm. And had we known that three days earlier, we could have put two more people on it, deprioritized Project C, which is a nice to have, and we wouldn't have had to have your teammates stay up all night. And so I'm not going to fire you because you missed a deadline, and I'm trying to understand that. I, I do understand what's going on in life, and how can we create mm -hmm. systems to help support you, your teammates and everybody so that we're all making it through okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, because you're having these conversations more regularly when like there's a specific situation, you know, then you're not getting to the point where six months later, it's like, oh, you know, you haven't been meeting any of these deadlines for the past four to six months, right? <laughs> now we have to put you on a performance improvement plan, but you haven't gotten any feedback before this point. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And just as importantly, the next time when when the person says, hey, look, something's going on at home, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit this. You say, wow, thank you. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Let's plan mm -hmm. that out. Let's make sure that the team's set up for success and then go take care of your family with a without a guilty conscience, without having to not be there present for them because mm -hmm. you're still thinking about, you're going to miss this deadline. And now you're worried about missing this deadline. And you're not able to be present for your kids who are sick. Mm -hmm. No, we can't have that either. That's that's actually more important than a business. So yeah. let's make sure that the, the company is set up for success. And then you go and put your 100% effort into your family and come back. And because when your teammates are going to need that, and they will, you'll be mm -hmm. here covering for them just like they are for you now. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you're if you're honest about that, and you have to be honest, but you're supportive, and then you reinforce the behavior when it changes, right? And you mm -hmm. say, wow, it, again, like I said, we gave you that feedback two weeks ago and you made sure to proactively communicate. Maybe you weren't going to miss a deadline, but you proactively communicated something else. We'd let mm -hmm. you know that was that was a weakness two weeks ago. Today, it's a strength. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. And people feel, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to know that, yeah, I messed up and I learned from it. And before my performance review, I turned that into a strength. Mm -hmm. Huge. What is the, how, how many, how large is the the team at Minerva? Pretty small. So 16. Okay. I guess as Minerva grows, what are your, how are you thinking about training for new managers? So I feel like this all sounds amazing. It, all, it also does sound like, I mean, I don't know how lightweight or heavyweight the performance reviews are. It sounds like maybe people are putting stuff in throughout that six to 12 week period, but I feel like there is also a just like fluency and comfort that managers need to have these conversations and like kind of 
instilling that cult, that cultural norm as a company scales is like is really important. So I guess how 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 do you like what do you what kind of processes do you think you'll have in place as as Minerva grows? Short answer is I don't know, <clears throat> and I have to assume that what we're doing today will not be what we're doing at fifty or two hundred mm. or a thousand. Mm -hmm. um, the values should still be there. The value around feedback, the value around timely feedback, the value around appreciation, the values that support the process should still be there. Mm -hmm. I expect processes to change. Processes are not core. Values are core. How you live those values will change, but the values mm -hmm. should stay there. Induction training of some sort, I think is very important. Like SBI, this is a Center mm -hmm. for Creative Leadership. The SBI model, I think is going to be important, period. And so in induction training, people are going to hear about that. They're going to hear about our values and they're going to hear about the ways that we live those values through process and policy. Mm -hmm. But that, again, I think all those things are fluid. The, the things that are not are, are the values themselves. Those are the mm -hmm. things that should be durable over perhaps the lifetime of the business. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it scales. I'm interested to see how it scales. I'm really fascinated by that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know for... I mean, I, I, it sounds like you all have a good, like lightweight on ongoing, you know, very dynamic and timely process for giving feedback. I think about, you know, somewhere like Google, where it just feels like everything grinds to a halt when it's <laughs> review season, right? And that's yeah. once a year for everyone. And I think, I think it's once a year. And yeah, I think the the focus on values and the the frameworks are maybe more important than the actual, for, for a larger company, like that may be more, I guess, doable than like, you know, them switching to a every, every quarter, a feedback process. Yes. But I also think the reason why it halt comes to a halt once a year is because you're giving 12 months of feedback. Yeah. And if you haven't taken notes, you're trying to remember what happened 10 months ago, mm -hmm. or you're just giving really feedback on the last six weeks. I don't know. And then you're having to justify it. Yeah. It is. And you're doing everybody all in the same time. Right now, there is no review schedule except for you and your manager say, we're going to do it at this cadence. And then it happens. Just it's mm -hmm. going to be another meeting that shows up in your day at some point. Right. And if you're actually giving feedback and putting that feedback in the document as you go to prep for that meeting should be no longer than 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. Then you have a meeting for half hour, 45 minutes. And you're done. Mm -hmm. You can even just have a replace your one-on-one -on -one every mm -hmm. four weeks, every six weeks, whatever it is, which yeah. you should be doing. And right. so, so it's not a oh, big overhead process where you have to do a huge amount of preparation. Yeah. Don't make it so, right? Mm -hmm. If you make it a huge process, then it's a problem. But right. if you, and separating things out, right? So we're not, we're not doing your, your comp planning there, right? We'll, we'll, right. we'll do comp on your anniversaries. And mm -hmm. it'll have to do with your reviews, but that's a separate meeting. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing your career development at a separate time. That's a separate meeting. This is just about how are you doing in your job? Career development is just how are we supporting you and growing your career? A comp plan is about compensation and, and career planning and, and laddering. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so separating these distinct things out, not trying to put them all together into one meeting that happens once a year. And it's everything then it's, mm -hmm. it's not quite as onerous. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like lightweight, frequent impact, it, it, focusing on the impact. Those are kind of the, the keys to your, your approach to giving feedback. 
yeah. and, and talk, having performance conversations. Yeah, continuous, right? You mm -hmm. want this to be continuous and you want it to be timely. Yeah. I think timely is huge. And that's that's one of the huge problems with other systems, at least. It's not, it's not timely. If you give me feedback from 10 months ago now, it's like mm -hmm. not helpful. Yeah. But also it feels like it comes it comes from a genuine place of like, right? Even just the way you talk about your team, like, look, we hired, we hired smart people who are good at these things. So like everyone's gonna have feedback and like it's it's meant to support you and help you, not to like reprimand you, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's a philosophy. Do you think people need mm -hmm. to be browbeaten into doing a good job? Mm -hmm. Or do you think people need to be to have barriers knocked down in front of them in order for them to do a good job? I tend to think that my job as a leader is to knock down barriers, to make sure that they have what they need to succeed and to empower them to succeed as opposed to, you know, be driving them from behind with a whip. It's not how humans work well. I don't even know if that's how animals work well. <laughs> I've I've never been a farmer or someone who actually whipped an animal, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe that does work. I don't know. The carrot. I, I feel like like training. There's, I think there's like this New York Times article about some woman who is like, here's how I trained my husband through my like exotic animal training. Like she she like trained like <laughs> like you know whales at like Sea World or something. And she like it's like this is how I trained my husband to do what I want. <laughs> like very like reward driven conditioning. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just make it easy to do the right thing. If the easiest, most rewarding path is doing the best thing, that's where I'm going, right? Yeah. That, that makes it easy and I'm going to be happy doing it. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks so much. I think this is really useful, both in like kind of how to think about feedback and also kind of getting to the nitty gritty of like, you know, processes and cadences that people can set up for their teams, as well as just like kind of scripts and like examples for what people can say that feels like you know, this is actually helpful and not, not, not a kind of like slap on the wrist type feedback conversation. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for, for letting me come and, and share, Jean. Thanks for listening to Lead Time Chats. I'd love to hear your thoughts or feedback on the episode. So feel free to email me at gene at range.co. And if you're interested in trying out range with your team, we'd love to offer you two months free. Just go to range.co and use promo code leadtimechats. Thanks again and see you next time.